There's a river, somewhere, and on that river are the roughest, most daring, and adventurous men who have ever ventured into a land of adventure. We call them Skippers, and their names are legendary. Names like Don, and Rudolph, Charlie, and the greatest skipper of them all, Gary London, Skipper Esquire. In the indistinct time period that rests sometime between the First World War and a Hemingway novel, these brave men risked everything, ferrying freight and passengers along the danger-filled rivers of the world. Never without their trusty firearms, except for a six-year period we don't discuss, these daring doers did their daring and do and became heroes and legends. These are the tales of these jungle crews. Today we depart from our hero's visit to the Hollywood and the search for Gary's father, and we head back in time. We head back to the holiday festivities of the prior Christmas. You see, all a Jungle Cruise skipper wants during the holidays is to be with their families, and to sometimes celebrate Christmas, or perhaps Hanukkah, and sometimes Kwanzaa. No, Skippy, I'm just saying that it being cold outside was enough to legally justify my actions. Was you slipping something in her drink really necessary, though? It was cold outside. Ah, well, Skippy, it's still my favorite time of the year, what with all the celebrations and the presents for me, the drinking, and the drinks for me. It's a wonderfully me time of year, if you know what I mean. Well, as usual, I think you've been able to put the me into meaningful celebration. I mean, just think, Skippy. You start out with Halloween, which is a lovely day of sugary sweet treats, scantily clad women, and celebrating the dead who have come before. Granted, we spent this Halloween fighting off an infestation of the living dead, but I did find one house that was giving out full-size bars. Oh, and speaking of full-size bars, I think it's wonderful that you brought me here to this lovely full-size bar. They have everything, except for those little tiny bottles of booze. But then it wouldn't be a full-size bar, now would it? Uh, Gary, this is your house. In the jungle. We've just... we're just never here because we're off having adventures. In the jungle! Well, whomever owns this happening bachelor pad, I knew he had exquisite taste in decorating and in booze. Also in decorating with booze. Look at that. It's a full-size Christmas tree made out of empty bottles. No, Skipper Gary, that's just your recycling pile. We, we go through a lot of glass, you know. So, where are we? Your apartment in the jungle? No, I mentioned the story. Oh, yeah. Halloween starts it off. Sugar, debauchery, and every kind of slutty Halloween costume possible. Yeah, not really the point of it, but who doesn't love a fancy dress party? Exactly. And that's what I mean. Then we have the end of November and the Feast of Uller where we give thanks to the fallen opponents who have crossed our blades the prior year and eat a giant roast and stuffed bird in their honor. Oh, gee, look at the time. I have just enough gas left in the boat to run down to the store and escape this crazy diatribe. Now, now, Skippy, we're almost to the good stuff. The Great Feast of Yule. Or, as the Christians call it after they stole it, Xmas. I think you mean Christmas. No, Xmas. I'm pretty sure that's how it's spelt. But what a celebration! There's the ritual deforestation of the forests to get trees that we're going to throw away a few weeks later. That's always exciting. I wonder if the Island of Misfit Toys needs a co-pilot. Then everyone gathers for another giant party, which I am a huge fan of. Giant parties are what it's all about, if you ask me. Lots of cups of rum with a splash of eggnog, hot toddies, 
cold toddies, toddies of many temperatures. Oh, and then there are all those those packages wrapped in brown paper bags under the tree that look vaguely like bottles of beautiful goodness. You know, after eight episodes, I start to think you might have a problem with alcohol. I don't have a problem with alcohol. I love it more than anything and anyone. Oh, but Skippy, all the little lights twinkling there. Their lovely holiday message. Just look at them. Yeah, those are stars, Skipper Gary, and you really should get that hole in your roof repaired. Well, you know, you're starting to be the cement galoshes of not fun on my gleeful mobster of happy. And we're about to get dropped into the river of I wish I didn't have cement galoshes on because I'm pretty sure I'm going to drown. Seriously, Skippy, it's almost like you don't like Xmas. Oh, I like Xmas just fine, Skipper Gary. I just feel like maybe you're not getting the meaning of the season. Why, hogwash, fiddlesticks, and other exclamations of 1920s disbelief. I know exactly what Xmas is all about, Skippy. Really? Well, that's good to hear, because I thought it was all just an alcohol-fueled binge topped off with an egocentric message about how you are the center of the universe. Why, no, no, no. I know what the true message of Xmas is. It's about spending time with those that love you. Yeah, I guess you do get it. Because everyone knows they're the ones that are going to get you the best Xmas presents. Oh, maybe not. You see, Skippy, month after month we adventure, bravely going forth into the jungle, looking for our fifths. We've met gods, genies, abominable snow people, cannibals, and elephants that have inexplicably been in the shower for nearly 60 years. We've done all that, and I say, I say it's time for Skipper Gary London to get his. (sighs) <sighs> I know the perfect thing to get you this Xmas. A big bottle of humility. Humility? Is that some kind of liqueur? Skipper Gary London, I'm out of here. I'm going to go spend my holidays with people who understand the true meaning of Xmas. People who care about something other than themselves. Oh, fine, Skippy, go. You'll be back. I know you will, because I still have your holiday bonus check. And I haven't signed it yet. Or even made a check. Oh, Skipper Gary, is that really what Xmas means to you? Skippy has left to be with his friends and family, leaving Skipper Gary London all alone in his cozy bachelor pad in the heart of the jungle. Skipper Gary has just poured himself a nightcap and is heading off to bed after a busy winter of adventuring. That sounds an awful lot like ghostly moaning. That or somebody ate Taco Bell. Either way, I'll be having none of it. Hey, just go away. Go away. There's a mansion up the road you can go haunt. Go jangle your chain somewhere else. I'm trying to get some sleep here. Gary London. Gary London. Yeah, I I know my name. Are are you trying to page me like an airport PA system? What do you want, oh, specter and spirit? Floating above the foot of Skipper Gary's bed was a form wrapped in spectral chains. A form that he knew... All too well. Why, I'd know that moaning and wailing anywhere. Great Marley's ghost. It's my old co-pilot, Professor Marley. Hello, Gary. How are you? Well, I'm good. Hey, you look awfully... Ah. Well, I don't know how to phrase this delicately, but... Dead. You look awfully dead. Don't you remember, Skipper Gary? I died. Wrapped in the anchor chains of the Limpopo Lin. Dead because of you. Wait, I remember that day. When you decided to take a joyride to the river floor on that chain, you knocked over my special whiskey brewed from frogs. And what was that? Glen Rivet, of course. God, you're stupid. Regardless, I have come to you tonight to warn you, Gary London. You have lost the true meaning of Xmas. 
and tonight you'll be visited by free spirits. Excellent. I am, of course, assuming that you're referring to rum, vodka, and gin, my three favorite spirits. Skipper Gary London, tonight, upon Xmas Eve, you'll be visited by free spirits. You'll be visited by the ghosts of Xmas past, present, and future. Look upon all you rot and weep. Weep, oh, Skipper. Hey, see, you say Xmas too. And that sounds like a lot of fun. Time travel, time traveling spirits. Looks like I can cross that off my bucket list. Nice seeing you, Marley. Say hi to all my other co-pilots. There's probably enough of you to feel the soccer team by now. Now, uh, go be dead somewhere else. I need to sleep. And with that dire warning, Skipper Gary London heads off to Dreamland, unconcerned that he had just been visited by the ghost of his dead co-pilot. Off to Dreamland, the greatest of the skippers goes. And what adventures will he meet while he is there? Skipper Gary! I'm the ghost of Xmas Past. Also possibly Hanukkah Past, but I don't get a lot of calls for that kind of haunting too often. Wait, I know that voice. Is it Mara, the great and powerful god whose temple I narrowly escaped? Yes, Skipper Gary. It is I, Mara. But for this moment, I am here to take you to your past to show you the true meaning of Xmas. Come with me as we travel to what once was. Well, that was a bit of a rush. Oh, wait, I know this place. This is my childhood home, Chateau de London. The lights are on. Let's let's just look in the windows. It looks like it's Xmas Eve, and there's a gigantic tree up with tons of Xmas presents under it. Oh, look, there's my manservant, Duckworth. I liked him. He was a nice chap. Now, Skipper Gary, by the fireplace, what do you see? Well, it looks like I'm maybe four or five years old, sitting on the lap of my father, Carrie London. Next to the fireplace, my, my mother's there, the lovely Cherie London. It looks like a perfectly wonderful Xmas. Lots of love, lots of great family time, and tons of presents under the tree for me. But then the door rings. Who is there? Why, oh, it was a beggar. Filthy rotten beggars. We had a nest of them just off the property. Well, that's it. Just watch Duckworth chase him off with a stick. Oh, now he's giving me a stick. Oh, we get to play a lovely game of Whack-A-Bum. You know, that was one of my favorite games growing up. Well, that and Jenga. But it wasn't just that, Gary. Do you remember what happened to you that Xmas day? Yeah. Yeah, I do. That was, um... That was the year, wasn't it? The year that I asked for that Green Hornet playset, and my daft grandfather just got me a bag full of hornets to play with. That was the year that I declared Xmas was stupid, and I didn't want anything to do with it. It was also the year I became completely immune to hornet venom. Now, what about this year, Gary? Do you remember what happened this year? Why, of course I do. That's my seventh grade year, and I was given a blue bicycle instead of the red one I had asked for. I knew at that moment there was no God. And this year? Well, of course. That was when I was 15 and got a my first bartender kit. And I learned how to mix up a wicked martini before I was barely in high school. I called it a pre-teeny. And finally, what about this year, Gary London? That's, um... That's the year of the Senior Xmas Winter Formal. That's the year I asked out the greatest crush of my life, a girl named Caitlin Carruthers. Oh, Cat, she, um, she broke my heart. Oh, Spirit, why do, you, why do you show this to me? I mean, seriously, this is kind of a bummer. Well, here we are, back at your apartment. Maybe you have learned something or whatever. 
If not, please don't tell me. I get very depressed around the holidays. It's strange, oh ghost of Xmas past. It seems like maybe a lot of bad things happened around Xmas, and that may have colored my perception of the holiday. Yeah, that. That's good. Well, Gary London, upon this eve you will be visited twice more. Could you mention to the ghost of Xmas present that he still owes me 20 bucks from the last time we wanted together? I, I don't think that's necessary. I clearly just learned a big lesson. $20! The apparition fades, and Skipper Gary restlessly succumbs to sleep again. His restless slumber is interrupted soon enough, however. Okay, who is it now? I, I know how this works. Oh, big spooky ghost of Xmas present... Come to scare me into being a better person? That won't happen. I'm already the best person I want to be. Um, no, Gary, it's just me. I'm the ghost of Xmas present, and I'm here with your Xmas present. Um, you're not a ghost, Skippy. I don't know if you knew that or not. Yeah, I had a suspicion that I was still alive, but budget cuts for this episode, so I had to be the ghost of Xmas present, too. It's a really low-budget podcast. Have you heard the audio quality? Well, I mean, I could use some work. There's no question there. The jungle sounds like a really tiny room most of the time. Uh, but, but really, Skippy? You brought me a present? With how terribly I treat you at times? Well, even though you're an alcoholic jerkwad who is generally only interested in himself, you are also my best friend. And for so many years before I met you, I looked up to you. And, and now that you've met me? Well, you're still an alcoholic jerkwad, but you're also my hero. Ah, Skippy, that's that's moving. Well, th thanks. Um, out of all the co-pilots that I've had, I can definitely say you're the one who survived the longest. And you're probably the best. I, I do have to admit, though, I, I didn't get you an Xmas present, Skippy. It's okay. I'll just take a 25% raise. That's fine. Uh, Skipper Gary, what's that? ghostly glowing light by the foot of your bed yeah i was expecting this the ghost of xmas future you know well it can't be any worse hello again gary oh, i'm sorry have we met of course we have i'm marley your original sidekick mm. i've visited you earlier this evening i've been visited by a lot of xmas spirits this evening you're gonna have to be more specific whatever just follow me recognize this place gary well, of course i do unfamiliar spirit it's the Jungle River Navigation Company Xmas Party. Wow, everyone's here. Kitty Carruthers, all the old skippers, about 20 people who look familiar, but I can't quite place them. That would be all the co-pilots you have had throughout the years. All the dead ones. Hmm. Wow, there's a lot of us. You don't really realize it until you see all of them together. Look, there I am. I still have all me air, most of me skin. Remember me now? Hmm. Perhaps if you had all your skin, it would help me place you. Anyway, I'm glad to see they're all doing so well for themselves. Hey, look, somebody brought a sushi tray to an Xmas party? Well, that just seems wrong. First of all, it's going to spoil. Secondly, where do you get raw fish in the jungle? Hey, uh, Skippy, can you go grab us a drink? I'm going to go say hi to everyone. <sighs> That's not really the point. Look at them. All alive and happy. Their company is profitable for all the first time ever. They've just built a new boathouse. They have fully budgeted holiday theming. PAs that actually work on a boat so you can hear what they're saying. People have told them not to yell in the microphone or laugh at themselves. Look, it's all better without you. Don't you see that? Well, look, stranger, whatever you're going on about, I don't really care. This here's a party, and it's an Xmas party. And maybe I have learned the true meaning of Xmas. Maybe it's not about how much stuff people get me. Maybe it's about the quality of that stuff. 
And maybe it's about appreciating the people around you, because without them, who's going to get you stuff? Did you really think that he is going to change? Really? Is there anyone out here who knows what Xmas is really about? Sure, Skippy Brown. I can tell you what Xmas is all about. Lights, please. And there were, in some strange country, some shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were so afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all my people. For unto you born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace and goodwill towards men. And soon after there were malls and companies, who took the birthday of the child, and did make upon a giant festive holiday, an orgy of consumption, even though it was highly unlikely that this child was actually born in December. And there was feasting, and everyone cut everyone else off in traffic. People wore really tacky sweaters, and put giant antlers on their car. There were many crushings in Walmarts, and lo, did the upper class mock the lower and middle classes for their excess, and their brutal, blood-soaked gladiatorial fights upon the blackest of Fridays. But there is still a spark of that true holiday, a time of year that men and women can raise a glass in classy festitude and realize that even though most everyone doesn't seem to get it anymore, that it's okay this time of year to relax with friends, believe what you believe, and not be a dick to one another. That is what Xmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Bullocks. Wow. Just wow. I know. All right, everyone. Let's tie one on that would blow out the bulb in Rudolph's nose. Drinks for everyone. And that was the year it all changed. Some folk from around these parts said that it really snowed that day. But that was just Steve, and he has really bad cataracts. Some people say that was the day that Gary's heart grew two sizes larger. Doctors later said it because of all the bacon-wrapped mini hot dogs that he ate at the holiday party. And some folks just say that Xmas was just a little special because they remembered, for just that one day, the true meaning of Xmas. Don't be a dick to each other, y'all hear? There's a river, somewhere, and on that river are the roughest, most daring and adventurous men who have ever ventured into a land of adventure. Then there are men like Gary London, who will return next Christmas in Gary London and the Case of the Purloined Mistletoe. These are the tales of the Jungle Cruise. Join us at some point in the future, perhaps the distant future, where we will answer these important questions. What will the next episode hold for our intrepid adventurer, Skipper Gary London? And what was in the mystery present that Skippy gave to him? I have to admit, I am curious about that as well. And what about Skippy? Was he on the naughty list this year? Wait, he didn't open my present? I spent three weeks shopping for that! That ass! And finally... Will the next episode of this podcast post before Valentine's Day? Wait! Am I still in this episode? I'm so confused! Did he learn something or a lesson or what?
Join us next time, Skipper Scouts and adventurers of all shapes and sizes, as we will once again venture forth with the tales from the Jungle Cruise. This has been a presentation of Skipcast Networks. For more exciting Skipcast podcasts, please join us at facebook.com slash skipcastnetworks or search Skipcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. For other entertaining madness, join our friends Trevor and Joey of Joey and Trevor Talk to Each Other at joeyandtrevor.com or on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Thank you for listening to Skipcast Networks and the Tales from the Jungle Cruise. We'll return in January 2014 with more exciting episodes. Thank you and a Merry Christmas.